Hello everyone, welcome to another unscripted nonsense where I basically give my thoughts on whatever it is that I'm going to talk about, which will be probably the title, obviously, of this recording. Um, no script, just going straight into it off the top of my head. So it's usually if I've just finished a game or a book or I've watched a film or a series fresh, and this is me just talking about it. So I wanted to have a little ramble, uh, not necessarily a rant, but a ramble, about Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, I can never make out if it's Star Wars Jedi Survivor or Star Wars Jedi Survivor, if you know what I mean. Uh, but anyway, the second game in the Star Wars Jedi uh, line of line of games, I guess you'd call it. But um, yeah, before we go majorly into it, I'll give a quick consensus just to say overall, I, I think I did enjoy the game. I did have a good time with it. Um, I had a few nitpicks with it, which we'll get into. But overall, if you're a Star Wars fan... I think you'll probably like it. Uh, if you liked the first game, then it's a bigger, bolder, arguably better version of that. So you'll probably enjoy that uh, as well, because obviously you've enjoyed the first one. Um, I will admit there may be some, and I'll go into this as we're talking about it more, but there may be some Star Wars bias, maybe. Um, as in, I was willing to overlook a few things that annoyed me just because it was Star Wars, and I'm a big... Star Wars fan, although I always openly say I'm a big Star Wars fan, but not necessarily of the mainline films. It's more of this sort of extended universe and everything around it that I enjoy more, it seems, when I read and watch and play stuff. But anyway, um, so yeah, this isn't, like I say, it's not a game review. Um, I would recommend giving it a try, though. But I'm just going to talk about things I like, things I didn't like. Spoilers throughout, surprise, surprise. So, uh, yeah. So basically, the story itself is nothing spectacular um, and in terms of Star Wars there's only so many times I can I guess retell stuff because the universe is so big but then it's covered so many different mediums and it hasn't been certain stories told in certain mediums whereas it has been in others so basically in this one following on from the events of the first game uh, Cal's on his own for a bit trying to find other Jedi, restore the Jedi Order, stop the Empire from growing which obviously they're growing more and more in power uh, this is set uh, I think, well, it's still the Emperor's still alive, Darth Vader's still kicking about. Yes, he pops up in the game again. So this is uh, the timeline of the original trilogy, I think, from what I can make out. I can't quite remember when. Someone will, someone will know. Um, but yeah, so basically you're trying to find other survivors and help them, whatnot. And then uh, it turns out that there's a big special magical planet... Um, or, you know, magical as in, oh, it seems like a magical place. Not necessarily loads of magic takes place there. Uh, because this is, it's it's not in a pocket dimension, but it's in some sort of random part of space that's through some, like, weird abyss or something that's incredibly hard to get to. That some Jedi back in the time of when Jedi were pretty big and all around the place uh, found. And they wanted to use it as a sanctuary to train other Jedi safe from you know, other threats. Uh, of course, this all goes a bit to pot. But basically, the whole story revolves around you trying to find your way to this planet so that you can hopefully take in other refugees, uh, keep people safe from the Empire. Now, like I say, the story was... It was fine. Um, it didn't blow me away, but it kept me interested. I thought it was paced. Well, I say I think it was paced pretty well, because I do. But at the same time, there was a lot of sort of... Point A to point B, but then suddenly you have to go back to point A and then over to point C, then go back to point 
A before oh, you get to point D and when really you could have just gone from A to B without keep flip-flopping between them all it was suddenly like oh this MacGuffin's here but now it's over here oh that MacGuffin's been destroyed but it's okay there's another one just go and get that one instead and it was kind of that back and forth stuff bit annoying but ultimately the point A to B is you start off trying to find this planet by the end of the game yes surprise surprise you do uh, end up on the planet and then the game sort of ends with a little message of hope that you know New Jedi and other refugees will be kept safe from the Empire in this little pocket world. Um, and that kind of explains to me at least the absence of why well, Cal and that wasn't mentioned obviously in the original trilogy. Maybe, you know, obviously, no, he wasn't actually planned at that point. And why I don't think he's referenced in the films 7, 8, and 9, but I can't quite remember. Um, but yeah, so the story was fine. You know, your typical sci fi adventure. But like I said, maybe it's my Star Wars bias here. But I enjoyed it. Um, now, the combat... Uh, I don't want to say, oh, it's Dark Souls combat, because that's the whole other discussion about, oh, Dark Souls is a genre. It's not a genre. But there we go. But yeah, it's sort of, you know, rhythm-based or time-based in that, you know, time your parries, strike back when you've got the chance, use your force abilities. I don't know if I was just a bit naff at the combat. Um, I did have the difficulty turned down even then. I struggled a bit and had to turn it down even more. Uh, maybe that's just, you know, this old man over here. But the combat it just felt a little clunky to me. Um, and like I say, on the lower difficulties, the timing for parries and stuff is is meant to be even more extended, so you've got more of a chance. But um, parrying, like I say, just didn't feel clunky to me. I ended up getting hit more often than not. Or I'd strike an enemy and they'd just block it and knock me off balance and stuff. And there were tutorials explaining to me, you know, how, like, parry and stamina meter and block works. And I'm pretty sure I was doing what it said, but throughout the game it just seemed, like I say, a bit clunky. So my main method of stopping attacks was just to dodge and sort of hope that I'd roll back into position and attack them again. But again, it just... The flow of combat to me wasn't quite there. Um, but I did very much enjoy having a lightsaber, obviously. Uh, there's five I think different stances so you can have the lightsaber on its own you can have it dual wield you can have uh, split in two but um, holding both at the same time or rather that's the dual wield dual blade is when it's the like the two blades one coming out either side I think Darth Maul's lightsaber uh, one of them is the cross saber which is like Kylo Ren has it's like the little Jesus cross in the hilt of the blade and then you can have my favorite one was the lightsaber and blaster so they all have different uh, you know pros and cons to them then single lightsaber on its own is sort of the all-rounder the cross saber is like the heavy attacker uh the dual blade is faster but not as good at something and then the dual wielding is uh again speedy but there's all different pros and cons to them um and like i say i know people will experiment with different ways they like to play um they'll use it to their advantages my personal favorite like i say was the single lightsaber just because it was all rounder but also i just spent most of my time on sudden locked it using the blaster and the lightsaber because i found it quite fun to just shoot enemies from afar at the same time and then dash towards others and hit them uh there's a whole variety of force powers you can unlock i didn't unlock more by the end of the game because uh, you can sort of go down your own route and if you find one that's working for you just stick to it because you can reset your skills at any time um, if you want to pump them into something else. But yeah, there's uh, the force throw, force push, uh, force pull, force slam, force, uh, well, force forcing. So basically, you know, enemies can get hurled through the air. They can be 
pull towards you. They can be confused, so they attack one another. Um, Cal has an ability where he can slow time down, and this can be upgraded because at first, when you hit the enemy slowed, they then end up uh, you know, unslowed after the first hit, but I believe you can upgrade it so this doesn't happen. Um, obviously, you can upgrade the amount of force Cal has, the amount of health he has, the amount of health he regenerates from when you use a stim pack on him. So all in all, there is some good uh, good all-round leveling up for you to tinker with. Um, and like I say, by the end of the game, I was nowhere near fully leveled. But it didn't feel like I was underpowered either, because it felt like the path I'd chosen, I got enough skills sort of put into there to experiment with what I wanted. Um, there's a new game plus as well, so I've no doubt if you want to, people get back and invest more skill points in there. Uh, huge load of collectibles, and this is where I'll be honest with you. I played the main story, I got through it. There are side quests, a few little side quests here and there. There are bounty hunters to deal with, and legendary enemies, and like I say, a butt ton of collectibles. Um, Many of these can be used with the in-game vendors to trade for sort of new hairstyles and outfits for Cal, uh, new music for the Katina, um, as well as perks. Uh, perks can be equipped. You can have a certain amount and different perks take up different uh, amounts of slot. But the one I stuck with was just the health regen one. But like I said, there's ones for improved experience gain and stuff to do with your blaster and lightsaber perks. Um... But yeah, I'll, be, I'll finish the story. I was not that fussed at all about the side quests and mopping up for all the collectibles. Um, some of them are locked off until you progress further in the story anyway. So I just went through the story, got what I could along the way, and I was happy with that because I unlocked some cool customization options for, for BD1, the little droid that helps you, for Cal. I uh, made, made him look pretty stylish, if I'm honest. Uh, my lightsaber was like a purpley hilted one with a... A cyan coloured blade. I thought it was pretty cool. My gun was like a navy cobalty kind of blue. Um, I thought it was pretty awesome to be honest. So yeah, I liked the customization, but I just the open worldedness of it, or the sort of quote unquote Metroidvania of being able to go back to areas later. It it just doesn't appeal to me. But if you put that aside to one moment and just focus on the sort of streamlined point A to point B C D E F G rather than just A to B story, it is linear linear in that sense is that you can just get through it and when treating it like that just as a big sort of action adventure game uh which i've heard can take about 20 hours my playstation says the time i played was only 14 uh but i always think that clock's a bit dodgy probably about 16 17 hours for me maybe uh that was with me watching the cutscenes as well so it's a decent enough game and i think it's well paced enough it didn't outstay its welcome um, but I didn't think it was over too quick, although the ending does come a bit rushed. Because, like I say, the one main thing is the original Jedi who found this planet, one of them turns evil, surprise, surprise, and you kill him sort of two-thirds into the game, or maybe three-quarters, and then it's just kind of like, oh, well, we need other enemies to throw in, so they throw in Darth Vader, who kills your Jedi Master friend uh, from the first game, Sierra, or Sere, um I can't remember how you pronounce her name. And then, of course, there's a big betrayal, which, to be honest, I thought was blatantly obvious from the start. The main, uh, like, bounty hunter guy, Bode, helping you. I thought that it was just explicitly, almost cliche obvious that he was going to betray you. And, of course, he does. Um, so he ends up being the final enemy. And, like I say, his boss fight just kind of ends, and then it's like, oh, we've adopted his daughter now. Uh, there we go. But, you know, the story, it was fine. It was, it was what you could consider classic sci-fi star wars adventure uh combat like i say but a bit clunky to me but worked decently enough um 
and on the lower difficulties as well I mean I guess that's kind of the point it was easier just to cleave through enemies and feel like a, a badass with a lightsaber and a blaster I suppose so can't even fault the game there uh, the platforming was finicky at times uh, and there is a lot of platforming but it worked well um, one of my biggest problems I always remember I had with some of the Uncharted games is when you're platforming or climbing across ledges it's just constantly oh whoa like the ledge starts to break and then it's just straight going whoa 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 that doesn't really happen here um, it's quite streamlined um, and I, the platform is okay like I say sometimes platforming works for me sometimes it doesn't here I thought it was thought it was fine um, the characters again it is well the start of the game set short with you know Cal's new crew that he's been working with in the interiming five years since the first game um, but then all of them apart from Bodhi which again is one of the reasons I just thought it was bloody obvious he was going to betray you uh, they all die so you didn't really get to spend much time with them and they actually did seem like cool characters not just throwaway ones I mean the two twins just sort of seemed like grunts but it felt like they could have been fleshed out more but then he seemed to have a proper bond with the female and the male uh, companions that were also with him they actually seemed like good friends Oh, sorry, I've forgotten their name. Like I say, it's off the top of my head, so I can't uh, necessarily look it up right now. But uh, it was, it was, uh, yeah. So it was a bit of a shame you didn't get to see more of them. But you know, for God's sake, we don't need just a spin-off game with all them. It's fine. Just leave it as it is. And then uh, the characters returning from the first game. If you played that, you know how they act. Uh, Grease still my favourite sort of um, funny little little character, quite literally little character. But you know, caring with a heart. Then you got, you know, uh, Seer, who's a bit more serious, but she takes her Jedi's duty seriously, and she's a powerful Jedi. That cannot be understated. You see that full force in the game. Uh, enemies, in terms of, well, yeah, like I say, Darth Vader pops up and kills her at the end. Because, um, of course, Darth Vader, put, I think it's in his contract that he has to be in every Star Wars game. That was fine. But one thing I remember about the first game is there wasn't a massive variety in enemies that you faced. Um... But in this one, well, there was sort of variety, but they were also still all just Empire Stormtroopers for the most parts, and a couple of bounty hunters and some animals. Uh, bigger variety of animals here. Um, I, from what I could tell, I think there's a bigger variety in the different types of Stormtroopers you fight. So you've got your normal blaster, you've got the ones with the batons, you've got the purge troopers, you've got flamethrowers, you've got rocket troopers. But, um, and like I said, there's a lot of more animals as well to fight again, so that was cool. But there's quite a few droids as well. Um... A lot of like battle droids, uh, which I enjoyed fighting. Uh, you fight Droidica as well. Not too many of those, but some of them. And then yeah, you got your standard blaster. Like say, so, like say, in terms of what they do, the blaster droids, or the big super battle droids, they're kind of function similarly to some of the Empire enemies. But you know, it's just cool visually to see some different types of enemies. There's some Magna droids. That was pretty awesome to fight those. Um, so enemy variation, to be fair to the game, is pretty solid. It is pretty decent. There are multiple different types to have to fight and I did like that uh, like I say the combat was, was what it was it was fine so fighting them didn't feel like a chore uh, using your different force abilities playing out was good so what we covered here, we've covered story, we've covered the combat uh, loosely yeah, the platforming like I said that was quite good um, I will give credit to the way that the maps did open up and like I say I can see how it's sort of Metroidvania-y and that you would go back and to other areas if you wanted to and I can see how it all loops together and on the screen it say like shortcut unlocked and I did think that was cool um, but like I say it just wasn't for me spending you know another 10-15 hours just sucking up some collectibles that I hadn't hadn't got in the first place I just wasn't that fussed about doing that um, 
but yeah, the platform and all that, like I say, it worked fine. Combat was fine. I think ultimately for me, that's what I feel about. A lot of the game was fine. Um, as in, nothing wrong with it, but nothing mind-blowing. Um, didn't take my breath away, but I just really enjoyed it. I think, as I say, in part because it's just the Star Wars universe, which I really like. And all sort of the lore behind Star Wars and that I find really interesting. I'm a big fan of it. Um... So, like I say, for other people, the combat and the platforming and, you know, the narrative and the, the characters probably stand out to them more. Um, that's not to say I didn't like things. There's not, like I say, there's not a single thing about the game I thought was terrible or strongly disliked. There were just some things that irked me a bit, some things I was like, hmm, that's okay. Uh, but by no means a bad game. Uh, like I say, at the very least, it's a quote-unquote good game, I'd say. And technically, uh, from a technical standpoint, I didn't really have many glitches or bugs with it. Um, there was one weird one where I used a charge shot on Cal's pistol, uh, but I don't think I ever released it before the end of a cutscene starting, and then for the next hour or two in the game, he just sort of had a glowing blue light where his uh, pistol was holstered in his leg, even in cutscenes, which is a bit odd, but um, that is what it is. So yeah, I mean, I'm not too sure where the story will go from here, because it kind of is just a send-off in the, oh, Cal's... Living on this planet raises some Jedi. Will he ever come back and help the others? We'll see. But obviously the Empire ends up being gone anyway. So not quite sure where they could take it. But I've no doubt, you know, there's probably some creative ideas already floating around. Or, of course, money uh, will probably be a factor in whether or not there's another one of these gets made. But for what it was, I enjoyed the game. And I can't fault it there. Um, I think I would, I would, uh, I would play another one. And like I say, overall it was just sort of your classic sequel in that it was bigger, bolder, uh, took everything, you know, oh, I say more seriously, like I say, there are some serious moments in. The tone of the game is quite good. Uh, Cal is a bit jokey now and then, but he's not a blooming, you know, comedic, doesn't stop talking. Uh, so all the characters had different personalities and, and I liked that. Um, but what I will say is that some of the some of the lines of dialogue like the droids droids have always been a bit stupid in Star Wars that's kind of you know everyone knows that but um, some of the things they'd say were just a bit stupid but then what baffled me even more was some of the stormtroopers um, like I know again they're presented as idiots now and then but in some of the like I would t I took out a whole group of them and then I traversed up a sort of mountainside to find more of them and then they were just uh, the one of them just says is that a laser sword like first of all he doesn't even know it's called a lightsaber even though literally his whole group have just said, oh, the Jedi... And then straight after that, another one was just like, oh my goodness, the Jedi is here. I was like, yes, yes, the Jedi is here. That's me, you know. And then the most hilarious for me is you decide to, towards the end of the game, put on a, um Imperial officer's outfit. So, uh, as to disguise yourself. But you're still just walking around with your head, like, uncovered and your hair as it was. I had a funny headband outfit on. Um, and they've got pictures of Cal, like, all around the station. So they know who he is but no one thought to recognise him. I thought that was funny. Anyway, I'm rambling a bit, but um, I just wanted to cover some aspects of the game. So like I say, combat was decent was fun. It is definitely varied. Platforming was enjoyable. Uh, I had a fairly decent time. Um, story, like I say, nothing, nothing amazing, but kudos. It was, you know, it, it kept me engaged. I didn't mind it. Um, so overall, I would say, you know, Star Wars Jedi, worth it. From a technical standpoint, like I said, I didn't have too many bugs. Um... But no, yeah, I had a good time. So before I just keep going around in circles and circles and my Star Wars bias, you know, comes even more to the forefront, I'll just wrap it up and say, yeah, 
Jedi Survivor was, I'd recommend. I'd say give it a go. Um, if money is a bit of a problem, uh, you know, you don't want to drop full price on a game, you, you can wait. Um, wait if you want. Uh, I mean, I've just bought the, sh you know, the daylights out of it, but, um, you know, hold on if, if that's a concern. But definitely, if you're thinking about it, pick it up when you get chance, I'd say. Um, but I think that's all. That's all, really, for this uh, unscripted nonsense. Um, don't have too much more that I could say without just being in circles, so I'll wrap it up there. Uh, if you want to, you know, check out any other videos on the channel, then feel free to like and subscribe if you want. Links to the blog and the pod will be in the description, or if you're listening to the pod version of this, the links to the uh, blog and the YouTube channel will be will be in there. But for now, stay safe, uh, take care, peace and hugs.